Good morning, everyone. Agudin Chaydash. Welcome back. Welcome back. Rish Chaydash, Cheshvan, Aleph Cheshvan. It's a pleasure to be back with everyone after our Bein Azmanim Hayatis after our Sukkot break. We and and uh, our Derech Hashem break. Really, it's um, been three weeks since we got together for our morning Seder, but it's been several months since we had Derech Hashem for Elzman. We were doing Or Yisrael. We haven't seen Derech Hashem since the summertime. We left off at the end of the third chalik, the end of the third section. We have one section ahead of us. Bez Hashem Yisbarach, till we finish the Sefer. And Amir Hashem, the plan is now to begin the fourth Sefer, fourth chalik rather, of this this, this uh, lofty Sefer, and to set our sights on finishing Derech Hashem. And of course, when we finish Derech Hashem, we're going to have to make a very big party. But before the party, let's focus now on chalik Ravi. The fourth chalik, the fourth and final chalik of Derech Hashem. And the Ramchal entitles this, Ba'avoid, on the topic of service of God. Now, let's give a bit of an introduction over here. Um, we have to take, zoom back at, take stock of the forest take of the Sefer overall, the four sections of the Sefer, what the function of the four sections are, and what the fun- function specifically of the fourth section is, what the Ramchal wants. Before we embark on the final section over here, we've got to know what we're getting ourselves into. What's the Ramchal's agenda? And to understand the agenda of the fourth parak, we got the fourth section. We got to understand again what's the agenda of the sefer. What's the agenda of the sefer? The agenda of the sefer is there, right there in the title of the sefer. There, Hashem. It's about understanding the universe from the perspective of Hashem. How do we make sense of everything that's in the universe from Hashem's standpoint? Why did Hashem create the universe? And what goes into creating the universe? And what goes into running the universe? And this parallels the Ramchal's other. Works of notes, um, as we mentioned all the way back when we began this, Mesil Sisharim and Das Tunis. Mesil Sisharim is making sense of the entire universe from man's perspective. Das Tunis is making sense of the entire universe from the universe's perspective. And Dar Hashem is sorting out the entirety of creation from Hashem's perspective. And within that vein, we have the four sections of the Sefer. They assemble themselves as follows. We've seen the first three. Let, let's Let's take stock again of them one by one, the first three that we saw and, and what we're about to see in the fourth. So, the first section of the Sefer in presenting how the universe functions and works from Hashem's perspective is really all about two ideas that go hand in hand. One is the definition of, the basic definition of who Hashem is, what Hashem is, and why, therefore, Hashem is interested in making a universe. And what the point of the universe is. And that's really all one big idea. Understanding who Hashem is, what Hashem is, to the, obviously within what we're capable of grasping, and why that naturally creates an interest in the universe and what the goal and the objective of the universe is. I understand who Hashem is. I understand why Hashem wants to make a Bria. I understand why Hashem, why Hashem wants to make a Bria. I understand the objective, the purpose of the Bria. That's more or less the first section. That's the first chalik of Derech Hashem is first and foremost, who's the Rebbein Shalom, what's the Rebbein Shalom, why the Rebbein Shalom want to make a Bria, and what's the ultimate tachlis, what's the objective, what's the goal of the Bria. The second section, following suit, and following immediately directly on the heels of the first section, the second chilek, was the second chilek, now that we understand what the point, what's the objective of the Bria, so as the Rebbein Shalom managing the Bria, the second is about getting a little bit more into the practicality and the logistics. How is the Bria managed in such a way that it's going to get towards that goal? How is it going to get towards its goal? So, so far we have Hashem. 
we have the Bria. And we have Hashem now governing and managing the Bria. That was the entirety of the second section. That's why we found Hashkacha Pratis there. We found Hashkacha Klalis over there. We found Scharva Oynish over there. We found Gehenim over there. We found lots of things over there because it's now that we've established the, the, the uh, you know, Mazeh Va'al Mazeh, we have to know the, the Eich, the how. How are things run? How do things work specifically in making sure that the Bria stays on course, that mankind stays on course, that Sadiqim get to where they need to go, the Rishayim don't get to where we want, don't want them to go. That was all the second section. Everybody got that? So, so what we've built up so far, the first section is we have the Rebbein Shalaylam, and Batsmusoy, way up there. We have the Bria way down here. That's essentially the first section. The second section is how's the Rebbein running things? The Rebbein does run things. He didn't just create it, wind it up, and go go, uh, go, off on, go, go fishing, right? He's maintaining it, he's running it, he's steering it. I was under the impression that he doesn't uh, maintain the minuscule everyday to day tasks. He's more I'm, we're just giving the overall summary now. We can't get you know the okay. specifics that was that was discussed. Uh, or we're just we're, right. We're giving the overall uh, okay. over the overall um, bullet points. The third section. So where did the third section come from? Why don't we just stop over there? If we remember, the third section was on the topic of prophecy. The third section was all about prophecy, ruach hakodesh, divine inspiration. Spooky things, um, out-of-body experiences, premonitions, witchcraft, sorcery, black magic, dreams, all that stuff. We had that on the third section. What was going on in the third section? Why is the third section not a new safer? Right? We know what the universe is about. We know what the objective is. We know the goals. And we know Hashem runs the universe. So what's, what's the point of the, of the third section? Yes, Geshemach to discuss prophecy and all these things, but why is that within Zerach Hashem? <coughs> so the point of the third section is, Viter assembling, assembling the universe from Hashem's perspective, and the undercurrent, the understood undercurrent, it's behind the scenes of the, the entirety of the third section is to take everything that we set up and take it a step further. And what do we set up? There's Hashem up there. The Hashem in his grandeur, Hashem in his awesomeness, Hashem in his unfathomableness. He creates a universe, and he has an interest in the universe, and he maintains that universe. Now, maintaining can be, can be done in multiple ways. If I maintain the universe, it means I'm running the universe, I'm governing the universe, I'm overseeing the universe, that's Hashgacha. But I can do that in one of two ways. I can do that from a very removed behind-the-scenes perspective, or I can do that in a way that I'm accessible. I'm there, I'm accessible, and I, I, I not only have an interest in making the universe, I not only have an interest in running the universe, I have an interest in personally interacting with the universe, allowing the universe to, to connect with me. Not just to work and work and work and work and then earn their reward in the world to come, but I have an interest in revealing myself, in having a relationship, having a yachas. That's the third section of Derech Hashem. That's essentially the whole idea of prophecy, of Ruach HaKadosh, of Nevuah, of Chalaymas, of dreams, and everything that has to come as a result. If we have prophecy, we have to have, you know, we have to have um, we have to have the ability to channel things from from shadim, from from mazikim, from from bad malachim. If we have koiches ha kedusha, we have to have koiches ha We have ways of accessing the the uh, the 
Kedusha, the holiness of Hashem's names, we have to have an equal and opposite means to access foul names, Shemus Hatoman, Koychas Hatoma. This is the third section of Derech Hashem. So essentially, and, and really accurately said, the third section of Derech Hashem is building off of the first two in saying that this is how Hashem runs the Bria and this is how Hashem presents himself to the Bria. Hashem runs the Bria in a very much on-hand, on-site, accessible way. And that lends itself to prophecy, Hashem allowing humanity bond with him to access his wisdom, um, as opposed to Hashem running the show from behind the scenes. Everybody understand? So this is the third section of the Hashem. All that we have seen so far. And we're prepared now to begin the fourth section. Fourth section is Ba'avoid on the topic of Avoido. Avoido, Avoido means the base on Mikdash. Avoido, bring Karbanis. Avoido, Kain and Hevel and Nayach. Avoido means service, servicing God. And Avoido is actually going to discuss, going to give us a nice, a nice, a nice uh, treatment of understanding lots of mitzvahs, Talmud Torah, learning Torah, doing mitzvahs. And that's the service that we're talking about, the service of humanity in their service towards God. The mitzvahs that we do and uh, fulfilling our expectations. Why is this here in the Sefer? Why does the Ramchal decide to conclude Derech Hashem? We're talking about mitzvahs. We're talking about learning Torah. Why is that in the final section of Derech Hashem? That Vaiter could have been a separate Sefer on its own. The Teret says this brings the entire Sefer full circle. We're coming full circle. Because again, Derech Hashem is understanding the universe from Hashem's perspective. We start with the Rebbein Shem. Who's the Rebbein Shem? What does he want from the universe? Why do you make the universe? What's the objective? That's Chelek Al. Chelek Beis. How does he run that universe that's down here? Chelek Gimel. He's not really up there. He allows himself to be accessed down here. Chelek Dalit. And the down here is not really down here. The down here returns to the up there. The final key in understanding the universe is that the separation is not really what it seems to be. And the gulf is not as vast as it would appear. And not only after Hashem makes the universe and runs the universe and decides to interact with the universe through sending Nevuah and Ruach HaKadosh down here, Hashem allows the universe to come back up to Him. That's the topic of Avedah. That's what it means to do Avedah. Mitzvah's Torah study is all about the universe coming back to the Rebbein Shalom. Even now, even on Elam Hazeh, even before we reached the final goal, even before we reached the final objective, which was back in the first section, that we were created to, to return to Hashem, that's Olam Haba, even before Olam Haba, our final plank over here, and putting together the platform of understanding life, the universe, and everything from the Rebbein Shalom's perspective, from the Derech of Hashem, is realizing that we're not as distant as it seems even in Olam Hazeh, and our avoidah allows us to really be reunited and, 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 and recombined and rebonded with HaKadosh Baruch Hu even in our existence of Adam Hazet. So the fourth section is bringing the entire Sefer back to the starting point, coming full circle and understanding everything and realizing that what looks like a separation in the beginning is in, in fact um, a closed loop of, of us having the ability not just to receive from Hashem, but to present to Hashem, to return to Hashem, to give things back to Hashem, and that is via Avodah. That is the outline of the entire Sefer, and that is the roadmap of uh, specifically the fourth section that we're about to begin. So but that gives a very clear direction, understanding everything that we're about to see. This is the, se the, the shortest section of the Sefer, 
um, on the topic of Avodah. But everything's going to have to fit back into this. Everything's going to have to fit back into this understanding of, of um, that all mitzvahs, all Avodah are there for us here, right here, right now, to really be bridging that gap and reconnecting to Hashem, overcoming that divide. All mitzvahs have to fit back into that game plan. All of Torah study has to fit back into that game plan. Everybody understand? And thus, Lee, and thus, we commence over here. Yes? Thus. I prefer thus. I remember, uh, the esteemed mashkiach of Eishat Torah, Revgil Eisenbach, who was a fan of thusly. I remember him saying thusly all the time. Thusly. Thusly, okay. We're here. In Unzer Mizgeras, we say thus. So thus, we begin the Sefer. Perik Aleph, Bechelke Ho'avoido, the first parak of the fourth section, Bechelke Ho'avoido, the different component parts of Avoido, service of God. Aleph, the first paragraph of here. Kalala Avoido Mizchalak Lishnei Chalakim. In terms of understanding, categorizing Avoido, it breaks down into two distinct categories. There are two distinct categories in humanity's service of God, servicing God, which again is us just reaching back out to Hashem, overcoming this divide. What are the two categories in our servitude to the Rebbeinu One is Torah study. The second is action, that's mitzvahs. So says the Ramchal, this is very significant. Everything that we do that brings us back to the Rebbeinu that allows us to service Hashem, to be Oyvid Hashem, is either Talmud or Maisa, Torah study or mitzvahs. And he's telling us that Torah study is not just another mitzvah, which it is another, it is a mitzvah. Right? This mitzvah of Torah study is one of the 613, is one of the 248 Paz of Commandments. So on the one hand, we would think it's just Maisa, part of Maisa. But Ramchal is saying fundamentally it's different. It does something fundamentally different than mitzvahs. So there's Talmud Torah, learning Torah. That's one way of serving God. And there's doing all the mitzvahs, another way fundamentally of serving God. Very interesting. The Ramchal is obviously going to elaborate on all this. Let's see. But on a fundamental level, Learning Torah is doing something different than, than doing mitzvahs. Base. Hamaisim is chalak la'arba. Darmchal Vaiter categorizing and, and structuring things for us over here. Mitzvahs can be broken down into four categories. So there's four subcategories, four different types of mitzvahs. Ha'echot, first one is Tamidi, constant. Constant mitzvah is something that you can always do and that you should always be doing. Constant, another way of saying constant means it's not time sensitive, it's not Location sensitive, it's not object sensitive. Not dependent. Some mitzvahs need a certain time frame, some mitzvahs need a certain location, some mitzvahs need certain objects to be done. Tamidi means doesn't need anything, just needs me. Hasheni, yoimi. Second type of mitzvah is daily mitzvahs. Mitzvahs that are done as part of my daily schedule, daily grind, and do them on a daily basis. That's another category. This is something that I'm supposed to do daily. Hashlishi, zmani. The third category of mitzvahs are zmani are seasonal, seasonal mitzvahs. Mitzvahs you can't do every day. You only do at certain times. Shabbos would be included in this, right? There's mitzvahs you do on Shabbos you can't do on Wednesday. What's one of the mitzvahs you can do on Shabbos you can't do on Wednesday? I would say eating chalant, but that's wrong because you can have leftover chalant every day of the week. It usually runs out Wednesday. Wednesday we're around we left last week's chalant and we haven't yet made this week's chalant. We don't make that till Thursday. But it's not a Shabbos band mitzvah eating chalant. But there's a lot of mitzvahs you only do on Shabbos, right? All the Shabbos mitzvahs, right? Refraining from activity, Kiddush, all these nice things. Right, that's right. So seasonal mitzvahs, Shabbos and all the Yom Tovim, right? All the special, all the, all the mitzvahs that we have on the special days 
eating latkes on Hanukkah, eating, uh, <laughs> eating uh, hamantash on Purim. So these are the seasonal mitzvahs. Ravi, the fourth category of mitzvahs, mikri. Mikri means situational. Mitzvahs that require a specific situation. Mitzvahs that I can only do, do when I have a situation in hand. I can't always do them, but they're not seasonal. They're not time-bound, but they require a specific situation. Shiloh HaKain, the Kayal was learning this, Elzman, the mitzvah sending away the, the mother bird. Pigeon Aben. Pigeon Aben. Very nice. That's another example. Right? Pigeon. So, uh, mitzvahs that require a specific situation, and if I have that situation, I can do it. If I don't have that situation, I can't do it. That's the fourth type of mitzvah. Now, I, before we go on, so important to speak to that. The Ramchal is not... Uh, you know, he's not a logician. Mechal is not a statistician. Mechal is not a, a um, encyclopedic editor. When the Ramchal gives us categories, he's not doing it for convenience sake. He's not doing it, you know, to make the information more structured and more processable which he definitely wants that. Also, he wants the information to be highly structured. He wants it to be masudr. He wants it to be organized. But it's not just about organization. When the Ramchal says all mitzvahs break down into four categories, sub, four subcategories, we have constant, we have daily, we have seasonal, and we have situational. The Ramchal is telling us that these represent four fundamentally different categories. The same way we said in the previous paragraph that we have Torah in one category and this is in a different category, that's not just again for structural organizational purposes, that's for um, conceptual purposes, definitional purposes. On a fundamental level, Torah is doing something different than mitzvahs. So too, in this paragraph, where the Ramchal is breaking all mitzvahs into four subcategories, that means on a fundamental level, Rabbi Yisai, fundamentally, Constant mitzvahs are doing something different than daily mitzvahs. Daily mitzvahs fundamentally do something different than seasonal mitzvahs. Seasonal mitzvahs fundamentally do something different than situational mitzvahs. In terms of avoid, in terms of what I'm bringing back to Hashem, in terms of what I supply the universe with, in terms of me being involved in bridging that gap, which is what the fourth section is all about, through my avoida, I can bridge that gap. I bring the universe back to the Rebbeinu On a fundamental level, different mitzvahs do different things in terms of how they bring the universe back. Seasonal mitzvahs bring the universe back in, in their way. And daily mitzvahs bring the universe back in their way. Everybody understand what we're saying? is a very delicate but extremely important point. It's not that, hey, all mitzvahs bring the universe back. And every mitzvah has its special time, and every mitzvah has its special place. And every mitzvah is special in its own special way, right? There's not an Uncle Maishi song over here. This is lambdas. Every mitzvah, when we assemble them categorically, is doing a different type of activity and bring the universe back. This category A, B, C, and D are doing something different. Now, I, I know this sounds, this is in the meantime, a little bit in the luft. It's theoretical, and it's hard to understand these, these things, you know, until we see how they're actualized, but we will see as we proceed through this section and the program over here how this will play itself out. And when we, you know, see the 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 uh, lay of the land and 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 what is awaiting us on the horizon, so we'll be able to process the information much better. So again, very important as building off our introduction to understand as we proceed and we 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 get started over here, get our toes wet in this in this chaylik that. 
The Ramchal, again, is not just organizing information for us. He's not just structuring information for us. He is doing what? Setting up fundamental categories. Each mitzvah, each category affects the universe in a fundamentally different way, what they're doing. Not just grata. Incidentally, there are different times, fundamentally. Okay, this is an excellent place to stop for today. Tomorrow, our regular time, will be back at 9.15. We will continue with the third paragraph. Um, that's that. Okay, thank you all for joining. A good Nechaydeh should be a wonderful month with wonderful blessings, wonderful brachas from Shemaim. Shabbat coming down for us, for our families, for the entire community, and for all of Kalei Yisrael. You should only see muchness and much muchness in all of our endeavors today and always. Um, stay tuned, Rabbi Yisrael.